Disclaimer for the following episode, we will be discussing various mental health related issues and I wanted to clarify that none of us are trained medical professionals in this field so we are certainly not qualified to give any sort of real advice and if you need real advice you should seek professional help or any other alternative besides listening to us. Take everything we say with a grain of salt, this is just things that we have personally experienced and we feel like we are qualified to give advice about. So yeah, I just wanted to say that and enjoy the episode. Thank you. Hello guys, welcome back to the Teastart Podcast. And I'm Austin here. And um, today's topic is um, mental health. Alright, so very serious and heavy one. Okay, uh, we're not, okay yeah. Okay, start. So yeah, you guys have any like... Personal do you guys experience. know anyone who has suffered from mental health or do you personally suffer suffer from mental health or have you suffered from mental health? I feel like everyone has at some point. To some extent. To some extent like not we're not clinically diagnosed. Like we don't have we don't see therapists but like you feel something like mental health doesn't have to necessarily mean that you have clinical depression. Like you don't have to be diagnosed to have mental health issues I guess. But I think everyone to some extent has had mental health uh, has struggled with mental health before it's just whether your mentality is healthy or not if you're thinking about bad things like just overall very negative and you have bad, bad mental health but then if you're optimistic if you're cheerful then I'm I'm pretty sure that's a good mental health uh, so yeah I mean I I think it's more like a mental health issues rather than like mental health so mm. like yeah it, it's one the main concern when it comes to mental health is more like how I I, I, I personally feel like I don't know, I, I always end up going back to talking about Asian culture but I really don't feel like Asian culture really understands the importance of mental health I don't know if you guys understand do you guys get what I mean yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, like I agree, how, I agree. how most Asian, like Asian cultures, really the really don't care about like your, like your thoughts and your feelings. Whereas like uh, the Western society, to us at least, seems more um, they they look very heavy upon this issue because like it it is an issue. It is a big one. But then like I feel like um, what you said about like how Asians. All like Asians neglect this, and like uh, the Westerners don't. I feel like, um, I feel like because of the rise of internet, a lot of people are exposed to like a lot of these uh, feelings and stuff. Especially in nowadays, when like um, everybody has access to the internet, everybody can share their own thoughts, and then like how mental health is like a big issue. I feel like even people, people don't who don't really have like um issues with their mental health but then after like, reading all, all these other posts and trying to like uh, jump onto the bandwagon and try to jump onto the hype I feel I know it's it's not true for some but it's true for, for others like um, how you're like slightly sad and then you call yourself depression because like you, uh, you play the internet like oh you seek attention because, uh, is in a way yeah like you, you want you want other people's pity. Like uh, I'm, I am depressed. Quotation marks. You're, you're using your mental health as like an excuse for, for like attention. Or it's, like... it's bad. I because like that, um, that causes people to distrust you and then like distrust the whole, whole community of people who has like actual bad mental health. actual mental health issues. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, people would like look down on them and neglect on them and then whereas like the people who really need help just don't just don't get the help that they need yeah so yeah I agree with, I agree with Kelvin you know how there are some people who just try to make others feel pity for them and just trying to get attention by calling themselves depressed from like little things mm. I think sometimes they just overshadow those who actually need help and you know yeah. those who actually need help they don't really dare to speak up for themselves and don't dare to really 
talk open up to others yeah, i think in yeah people people aren't very receptive to the idea that like people can have feelings i guess i well, i think I'm, that's like, whenever when I made the statement that I think it's an Asian problem, I'm not sure if that is necessarily true. Like it could just be like a generational difference. Like maybe our our parents' generation, like they prioritized a lot more about financial success and like getting a good job and stuff, but whilst neglecting their mental health. And I'm not sure if that's the same can be said for any Western families. So I'm not I'm not exactly sure if my statement about saying that it was purely an Asian thing is accurate because it could be like a worldwide thing. I guess in a way, yeah. I actually agree with like it it being like an Asian thing because yeah because we Asians are are statistically more more neglectful of like all these. Um, mental health issues compared to like the westerners because i feel like the the reason us asians would like neglect um our our feelings and then um prioritize more on uh, financial successes because like uh, looking back at history the westerners are always the richer ones whereas whereas the asians are usually exploited like other like any other places like um like other south uh, southern areas where yeah where they are just getting exploited so they they would just work out to get out of that situation whereas like the westerners are already out of that financial burden and they are living their life more um, civilized I would say um, more more freely and and thus they would have like all these all these like thoughts uh, whereas like us Asians we're always trapped off, trapped in being like we're financially trapped. So we would just put all our effort into solving the financial, solving our financial problem, and neglect our feelings because our our feelings at that time were only just to get ourselves off from this financial trap. Whereas now we finally got off that financial trap, we are starting to have feelings. This like um, like this period of time where people are transitioning from like um financial problems like mental mental problems like feelings and that's why we're like experiencing experiencing this um, situation uh, like how um, we are more neglectful of our feelings compared to the westerners uh, yeah. I think that uh, um, it's because I think it's also because like uh, maybe it's uh, they, they do it out of love right Asian parents they do it out of love how they push their children to uh, to study more get more financially stable then everything can come after that because they have to because like traditionally men also have to like be very strict and be a role model for their like sons uh. I mean we're all guys here so I don't know about daughters maybe it's a they look up to their mother or something like that I don't know but that's always have to be stricter, like in the traditional sense of parenting, or if, uh, just in parenting in general. All male figure, male father figures, uh, they have to act strict. So it's like you have to be disciplined and be harsh on your children. You cannot uh, show your emotions or whatever because that would that, that in like the culture of uh, society, it's a show a sign of weakness. As in, like, there's that's a hole in the armor. Mm. Isn't that just more like a toxic, <clears throat> toxic masculinity thing? It, it's a bit of. It, I mean, it's all like entangled because like, uh, it's all related. As in, like, parents that you, if you, I mean, parents most of the time it's one male, one female. Then, one male, one female. Then you can relate to male mas- like, uh, male toxic masculinity, mm. and all that. Uh. So I think maybe it's like they have to be harsh so that their children can grow up to be. "Quote unquote successful in life to live a comfortable life, uh. but then uh, I guess in back then it would work because uh, it was a very competitive environment. As is a very uh, mad dog eat dog world. So mm. yeah, that's why uh, you have to kind of not you kind of have it's a necess- it's a necessary sacrifice to sacrifice your uh, emotions to uh, um, succeed pretty much." 
And also back then, the the notion of emotions wasn't a big part, wasn't very uh, thought about in back then people. Because even my dad said, uh, I, I thought about him a bit like a few days ago. Uh, so it's like, uh, when he was young, he he didn't know, he didn't think of like, uh, what am I going to do in the future? How am I supposed to, how am I going to earn the big monies? And then all the, all the things that are more easily accessible about like philosophy and all that, uh, because... Uh, because of the introduction of the internet nowadays, so back then I think they were they they needed a long time to even like think for themselves because back then you always just followed your friends. Uh, that's why I kind of got from my father. Mm. That's quite interesting actually. But yeah, so I suppose the way parents raise their children does play a big factor in how. <coughs> Like the the parenting style does affect the child's mental health yeah, in the long term. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, I uh, think like the way that uh, parents like how how Asian and Westerners parents educate uh, their children are quite different. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think uh, we Asians we don't like uh, have like really deep talks. Like for me, I don't I don't really have like. Uh, talks with my parents or something but like it's like we Asians uh, I mean like most of us like don't you guys have like uh, uh, the feeling that uh, when when they are old you want to take care of them or something like that it's like I don't think like uh, like uh, most Westerners doesn't do that uh. it's like after they are 18 their, their children will move out and uh, then they, they start they, their they own life, yeah. They do parents. their own thing, uh. Okay. And they, they because, were, yeah. I, I think it's because like chi- in the Chinese culture, there's like xiao sun, which is yeah. uh filial. Uh, yeah, filial, uh, filial. Translated to English, uh, yeah. filial, filial I mean, it's, I think it's quite good actually. Like yeah, this culture is very good. I think. E- e- like we, I don't. I think like uh, we just like uh, uh, along uh, without uh. Among uh, ourselves and our parents, like we don't show, uh, we don't show out our love, but like we actually like deep down we love them like that, but like we don't say it out. Uh. It's like how, how, how like if we have uh, feelings, we like because if you have feelings, like we uh, don't tell them like that. Uh. I feel like that just applies to just like in general, we we are not very accustomed, we're not very used to showing our emotions as. Yeah. As people, yeah, it's like weird. Uh, it's very weird, lah. Like I think it's it's such an environment where, like, you know, if if you ever express, uh, you it, you can express feelings of frustration and anger, and everyone will be okay with that. But like when you start to become very sappy and like tell people that you appreciate them or something, then it's it's seen as like a you, you know, like aha, what 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 is feelings get uh, weirdo something like that. No, actually, because um, sarcasm is so like. It's deep. sarcasm is like um, the reason why people like don't really like to show their appreciation and like the other side of like the other emotions other than like anger and like yeah other than anger because like when when you say you appreciate somebody that that could be a compliment but that's at the same point people would think like why are you is this guy being sarcastic so it's like um. I feel like that. That's that's that. That's that. Like, if if someone tries to tell you that they appreciate you and you're not able to read that, must tell from the atmosphere that that person is being genuine. I feel like that's your problem. Like, why are you so uh, like, why why do you have to think like that? You know, why can't why can't people just be nice for once? Yeah, but but then this is reality. This is the real world. People people aren't always that kind to each other. I mean, an ideal world. I I would hope that everybody is so um, kind and yeah. happy, and yeah. But but this is just not the ideal world. Yeah, of course. It's a flawed world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, um, I think for many years, um, just expressing emotions, uh, as no, not expressing emotions, just expressing sad sadness and just like vulnerability just makes you feel like makes you look very weak to society and like 
we are speaking as guys here I feel like a lot of us we try not to um, let a lot of people know that oh I'm feeling really sad I'm feeling vulnerable because of like maybe it could, it could be like a small thing but as long as you feel sad most people just viewers as weak people or ill people yeah yeah because they, that's the whole notion of like oh be a man, a man yeah, i want to add on to this this topic just because like uh, you know like uh, uh, a couple months back i posted like a story um asking poll for like um uh is is it okay to like um express your vulnerability to each other and not seem seem weak like um what i posted was like um is is expressing is being kind uh, weak a, a weakness and then like um turns out a lot of people voted like yes i mean i i i suppose they are joking around but then again this is the real world because like um um be- I I feel like I myself I'm I'm more I'm more okay with expressing my vulnerability to others but then at at times I I would feel like I I'm always like the the butt of the joke um butt of the joke and always be the punching bag of like most most groups which I mean I am okay with it but until a certain point I would I would also feel tired like why is being kind and being and being like uh okay with expressing your vulnerability leads to people attacking you for they can for exploit no us yeah why why would people exploit this i cuz they can I, I guess it gives them a feeling of like a sense of superiority over like others like you know maybe you feel like uh, you're superior or you are superior over over like just exploiting other maybe, people may, maybe to people like us like when we are aware of these kind of things we won't because we'll be like ah like oh that person's actually feel like feeling very vulnerable now like oh shit I, I said something I shouldn't have said like so we would maybe we'll, after after we say the joke and we realize what we said was wrong then we'll be like ah okay like sorry or whatever but maybe for those kind of pe- people that are in power, like they couldn't care less about literally doing whatever they want, and uh, and if billions of people, uh, if like tons of people get destroyed along their way, like they couldn't care less because they're the ones earning all the big monies, and those people are suffering. Doesn't like. I mean, it's not it's not like the people earning big money, but like just people in general, like the way they they treat each other. Like, because I feel like even in like the real world, even in school or whatever, like okay, I have like great friends who are who I'm okay with, but then there's also some other people that that I'm not so close with, and then they they would to be like kind of um, rude. I would say like a dick, yeah, rude, <laughs> which which is not I um as Kiari wanted to say, which I agree with him a lot if. If this is the world that we live in, I, I, I rather not live in this world. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair lah. I mean, this world is very flawed, and you kind of just have to learn to live with a lot of things. Like, I mean, it's not like the people, the people they they themselves don't know are not aware about this thing, but then they just do it subconsciously because mm. it's like it's written in their system. It's what is what the environment has taught them to do, uh. Maybe like maybe at at one point in time, they were more like they were kinder or something. But as time went on and like they were exposed to more environments, it kind of forced them to change and maybe indirectly become a bad person. So if you're listening to the to this podcast and you think that you're being rude to any uh, anyone, please please be aware of that because not not everybody likes nobody likes to be joked around and be the part of the joke or just be attacked for no reason other than like them being okay with like expressing their vulnerabilities. Yeah, and uh, you know what Kevin said was right and. 
um, you know, um, this topic, today's topic, mental health, it's quite, um, it's not really talked upon uh, in our culture. Mm-hmm. And we want to, you know, just let those teenagers or just people in general who are listening to this podcast, you are not alone. You know, don't feel, don't feel pressured uh, to um, tell someone that you trust your feelings and stuff. And, you know, the objective of today's um, is to... help those who have mental health issues and try to relate to them you know I I think in general the objective of the podcast was to be able to like maybe help some people find a sense of relatability like you know like they can relate to things that we talk about and uh, to entertain you guys throughout this time yeah like we, or to like have like five extra friends that you can yeah, like it feels catch like, whenever you want. Like you can feel connected in, or like, you, like maybe within your personal life you might not have people that you can really relate to but hopefully with this podcast that will be some of things some that we talk about that yeah may, may, may be of some assistance. Alright well are we carry on now? Okay guys in if you you who are listening to this have any like suicidal thoughts or like depression and stuff and you think you have then um don't do stupid stuff nobody wants to see you do stupid stuff think about like your loved ones the ones who care about you if you if you ever ever have like these like all-time lows then you you need to have talk to friends talk to your friends talk to your family maybe like um um, call up the suicide hotline 037 yeah. <laughs> 0376272929 0376272929 yeah that's Malaysia's suicide hotline and if if you if you're not okay with calling but like rather texting then I guess you can go go search up um the Befrienders KL and not just KL like whatever you want I'm pretty sure there's like Befrienders in in, uh, Wait, what's what's, what's Befrienders? Is that a like a like, Instagram uh, account or something? No, it's like a website. Oh, uh, oh I did not know that. That was a thing. All right. Yeah, I I want to say like if you ever had uh suicidal thoughts or something like when you are very depressed and like uh you really want to uh get help or uh, anything, I think you just like should think about you don't really want to kill yourself. You 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 just want to be found actually. Like, you really want someone to help you or something like that. Because, like, who knows, maybe, like, someone can change your thoughts, huh? Uh, yeah. A lot of people, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people, like, that when they consider suicide, they never really... I mean, I, I, I don't assume that they never tell anyone, but, like, I feel like maybe they just feel very alone whenever they're facing whatever hardships they're going through. And, honestly, that really isn't the case, huh? Like, there are always going to be people there for you, no matter... No matter the situation, like no one's, no one's gonna turn a blind eye to someone that needs, like genuinely needs help. At least for the I, people closest to you, lah. Yeah, I agree. Because um, I feel like, um, whenever you have like all these thoughts, it's because you don't have enough like um contact. You you feel you don't get enough care from like, um, your your close ones. So, so maybe you try to let them know, and they'll they'll try to give more um attention to you which which it's mo- most likely what you need uh, and unless you're uh, Yang Baobei uh. jokes 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 what's uh, Yang Baobei yeah. please cut that off I don't want to be answered so. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay yeah so um, mm. I, you, you just want to be found yeah like what Susan said you want to be found you want to be heard you want to be listened so to Maybe be honest, have... all these suicide hotlines doesn't really help that much compared to like um a, your a very trusted friend, a, a real your real G, you know. Yeah. Um, Maybe you don't actually uh like who knows? Maybe you also don't. Maybe I mean uh you you need someone to help you, but actually I think like you can try to find yourself or uh, like uh. Uh, try to understand yourself like what what do you really want to do and like 
what's your goal like that. Uh. So like, just, I think like, uh, when you want to, uh, when you're depressed and you want to get out of depression, like, I think the uh, most important factor is you yourself. Like, like you can try, uh, you can help yourself, but like, see like, whether how you help yourself or like, tr- uh, put in effort to understand yourself better. Like I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Susan. So, though he said, um, you don't really need someone uh, to help no, you. Not, that... not don't really, but I, 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 I fucked up that sentence. Like, uh, oh, yeah, you. Okay, okay, never mind. So, uh, I feel like, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and you know someone who has been suffering from mental health issues, give I think one of the best thing, yeah, one of the best thing you can do is give them a call and just try to um, relate to them even if you know mental health is a weird thing you know so I've experienced it before having a little bit of problems and it's it's so weird it's like sometimes nothing happens and you just have the most negative thoughts ever if you ever know somebody who's like um, having troubles with like mental health issues you like as as a friend of them, you 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 have the responsibility. You should you should give give them like a call. Maybe like talk to them. Just give them uh, a a bit more attention because um that that is what they need the most now. So who knows? Maybe calling a friend is it, it could be a, a prevention to maybe. Yeah, funeral, I guess. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stories on like Reddit or like people that say like uh, they they were co- contemplate they were like literally about to do it, but then someone showed up at their door because they realized that they like maybe something wasn't right or like they they realized something wasn't right. Give them a call, talk to them. Like these these small gestures go a long way in preventing and helping these people. That, like, like just a small gesture of yours yeah. can actually change somebody's like uh life. Feet. Yeah. So yeah, um, talking about like um, like these mental health issues, it, it all it obviously comes from like stress. But so like, do I? I feel like um, how, um, how do most of our stress come from? Where do our, most of our stress come from? You guys have any ideas of like how stress you life? I mean, yeah, it's just life, right? Like the things that we have to deal with daily, like having like dealing with school and exams and like things like something more relationships. Like... Yeah, like you can be you can be stressed about anything, uh, Like you can be stressed about maybe not like not being able to get good results. You can be stressed about maybe like your. F- you can be like really insecure about your friends, like uh, how how your people think about you and stuff. And there can be any there is like a multitude of reasons as to why you could be stressed. Yeah, and because like what was uh was speaking from like a teenager's perspective, our stress I feel like we can categorize it into like uh three three or four categories. One is our studies, two is our relationships like with um like maybe the people you like and all and like three your friendships and four your family. And then maybe there's like some other top, like hobbies or like uh, family problems then that's like or financial problems then that's like I don't think that's like financial problems more on more like more of a burden to us because our parents uh, as uh, because they are Asian I feel like they, they would like um they would cover that up for us so yeah um when I feel like for for me, I personally suffer the most stress from like um, um, rel- relationships and like um, family issues. But then like, it's not saying that I I have like a shit family or no. It's just I feel like um at times I, like sometimes yeah, I I I wouldn't like have like a proper conversation with them. I I can't have like a proper conversation with them. It's which is like. Not good, obviously, but then I'm, oh, of course, I'm trying to change that up. But yeah. like, I, that's still like a, a certain amount of stress putting on to me. Whereas like a relationship, that's kind of personal. So yeah, not gonna talk about that. 
Yeah, Moving on to Ethan. Yeah, I think in regards to the parent, like family thing, I feel very fortunate to have people around me that support me. Like I'm, I'm still a bit skeptical when it comes to like talking to anyone about anything deep. But I feel like in recent, at least recently, it's gotten a lot easier to speak out about how I feel about certain things, like how I'm feeling. Not to say that I suffer a lot, like honestly, now that I look back and think about like the the times where I I did feel like it was like the end of the world. Now that I look back at it, it's like my my problems seem so small and quaint in comparison to others who are going through genuinely terrible ordeals. But not to not to discredit anyone that is going through what may seem like a minor thing. Like everyone is entitled to the way they feel, lah. Just that I personally feel like. I, I, not that I don't have a right, but there are people out there that have it so much worse, and you know, like I should appreciate what I have rather than complaining about what I would want to have. Ah yes, because like I feel like in this like society, people don't really appreciate yeah, um, appreciate what they have now, and they always desire for more, and which in turn just uh, causes stress and and slowly mental health issues, bad feelings. Yeah. Um. For me, I think okay. I'm just okay right now. I'm just speaking from a football player perspective here. Yeah. So your goal is to play pro- pro- professional football. Is uh, it's not really easy. It's a little. Bit, it's quite tough. I I think. Mm-hmm. So like, um, when you. Since I'm a little bit younger compared to my teammates, uh, usually during the first year, coaches won't have much expectation from me, and then when I gradually get older and you know I have to start performing like my age and try to compete with to like you know get in the first eleven, the starting lineup. Uh, like anxiety really kills you because so maybe like coach just say something like oh you're not doing well this week you have to buck up or something like that and there's one there's this thing called um hypervigilant and it's like where it's like when you're really sensitive to and what what people say and you just overthink too much yeah and it's and it's not good so i think a lot a lot of people struggle with having like overactive brains like a lot of them a lot of people like they tend to think a lot about a lot of things which which does cause a, um, i think that's probably one of the main causes for like any sort of stress or anxiety related issues is like you tend to over exaggerate Small little details that happen to you, into th- into things that are like that make it seem way more serious than it actually was. Like you know, maybe like it's like people that are like oh uh, they, they they trip and fell on the road or something. But and then it's like some people will be like oh my god that's so embarrassing. What if people think I'm like clumsy or whatever? But like in reality, even if people did see you fall. They will like just treat it as someone that like you know, maybe they unlucky lah. Like they just trip. Like no one's gonna like see you in a completely different way just because you did one thing wrong. At least at least no reasonable person would lah. Like a normal person would just be like oh, she fell like oh that's it lah. Like you know, I a lot just try not to uh overthink certain things like that are when, that seem really minor when you like in retrospective. I yeah, think that's I more. I think that's more anxiety rather than stress, right? Because yeah, yeah. stress, I think it's from, uh, maybe it's something. It's like it's pressure. It's like a constant pressure from some place. Uh. maybe it's like yeah, as Austin said, maybe your coach ex- uh, expectations of your coach. So you're stressing out about uh because it's not anxiety about what my coach my coach will think. It's more pressure about how I need to get to this level or else I'll be looked down upon by my coach or I won't be able to achieve my goal 
I think that's for the general people, like general football players. But for me, I was thinking of both. I was like, what if my coach like hates me? And what if, you know, my teammates hate me because I, I, I'm just not playing well and stuff like that. Yeah, then that's just anxiety. Yeah, that's just like that's a mixture of both. Uh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I no, I think, I think, I think anxiety probably direct is directly correlated to stress. Uh. like you know, if you're feeling anxious about something, it could directly re- lead into yeah, you it, feeling stressed it, it out. Stress. Yeah, so they are directly correlated. I don't, I don't think they are two separate things. One, but one comes before the other, lah. Hmm. Yeah, talking about stress, I feel like um. Grief, I feel like this whole like mental health issue is like um very related to like grief. Grief is like okay, uh uh physical or like men- uh psychological loss of something. So like usually there's uh human a person will go through like five stages of grief. Like the first stage is shock and denial and like you when you're like um you're in disbelief of like um what has happened and then yeah, that's just a first situation. You, you're in like disbelief. You're you're shocked that 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 thing happened, and then yeah, you you're probably go process. through like pain and guilt, like and you're guilty for it. And then like that's the, still in the first stage. And then when you go through the second stage, when where it's like anger, you you're angry because this thing that you did not expect happened. That's that's the go-to feeling that we humans have when something unexpected that it's not good happens, you won't feel s- sad, you will feel angry because it it, it was not... Yeah, yeah it happened uh, outside of your expectations. And then you'll start... You, you, because you're, you're so angry, you start to bargain for like, maybe maybe you, you say like, okay, maybe this... Maybe this didn't really happen or maybe like, this is just not... This is just like, um maybe the way it... It seemed like even though it, it actually happened and it's okay, like uh, let's say for, for somebody who's like uh, turned away from you, like a relationship, uh, they walked away from you and you start to think like, okay, maybe they left me just because like um, they, 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 um, they, it's for my own good or, or things like that. But then no, it's actually them, them being like um, very selfish for themselves and they just left you for like their own purpose, not, not because of you. Then after you you actually you you go through this um stage of like you're, you're bargaining for like maybe this not this didn't happen but then you're you're just lying to yourself because it happened. Then you go through the fourth stage, which which is depression. Like um you 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 know that this happened and then you're really sad about it. You're 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 at your all time low about this thing. And this is where, like, most people end their lives here, like, uh, committing suicide, which is, which is bad, which is not good, because this is only the fourth stage. If you, if you're able to get out of this stage and then get on to the next stage, which is acceptance, you just accept, you just accept the, the thing that it happened, the fate that it happened, and, and the only thing you can do is move on rather than stick to six, just continue uh, being in being stuck in that cycle. You get to the fifth stage and you accept what what has happened, and which usually after if after like um after acceptance, your your life just goes back to normal and it's it's your happy everyday life again. Yeah, yeah. A lot a lot, a lot of people don't know how to deal when it comes deal with when like whenever yeah, they they, they the come. Stage, the the third and fourth stage. I mean, the first four stages just bad overall but then like um, the hardest part is probably like um the fourth stage which is depression which, i feel like it's harder um, to i mean it's harder to transition from the first four, four stages five. to moving on like yeah a lot of people like they always get stuck in that vicious cycle of like blaming themselves and feeling guilty about it and then never moving on but like yeah. the it's you, you like a la there is no fixed solution to this lah, but it's just like you 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 just have to move on eventually. Like time waits for no one, and you know, if you if you're just forever letting yourself get stuck in that cycle of self hatred and you know, self destruction, you will never be able to come out of it better and never get to properly understand the lessons that you uh, could have learned had you prop- uh, dealt with it properly. Just, uh, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure why people find it so hard 
to just move on. I mean, moving on is a very hard thing. Like I, I can relate to like um, actually moving on is kind mm-hmm. of hard because yeah, it's not easy to just give up on something that you you thought you have. Uh, when you thought you had it, like when when you thought that. Yeah, even though you so had it, and then like, yeah, especially when you actually had had it, and then you've lost what you've had. Mm. It it's I, not going yeah. to be easy. Yeah, it's never gonna be easy. I think yeah, but, w- mm-hmm. one thing that helps is just like, at least for me, is just you just having the mindset of just accepting things as it is, like. They are re- yeah. they are really they all like the things you feel guilty about. Uh, most of the time, they are just because of things that are were out of your control. Yeah, for you, it's just a uh, a small yeah. You the scale of like the the Kubler Ross um stage five five stages of grief is like uh, less uh, smaller for you compared to the others because mm, yeah. for others they they go through this cycle uh a longer for a longer period of time whereas you just um, go through it and and just reach the acceptance like stage 5 uh, immediately not immediately yeah, but like fast faster than the others and uh, and just yeah. just know that you will reach uh, the 5th stage eventually even though it's slow and hard or it's miserable you will still reach that point and your life will be better again it's like a like a caterpillar going into the cocoon and coming out a butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you guys like ever hated yourself or something like that or like what what do you think like uh some people hate themselves? So I think uh this is what I this is the thing that I've been struggling the most. Like um self-hate like uh so i i honestly i don't know i don't know why i hate myself so much but then it's just maybe i think the main reason is is it might sound stupid but it's just um back back when we were from two uh i think that was when i was more uh, when i was the most athletic i've ever been and like most explosive so now i'm a little bit i'm I'm just chubbier and you know I'm just trying to be okay with looking in the mirror so it's like uh, yeah. uh, being con- uh, ang- uh, insecure about your appearance huh? like how you look to others and to yourself yeah uh, I think that's I, I think that's something everyone has struggled with as like all, all of us here at least have struggled yeah. with like nah man I look in the mirror I know I, look, I don't uh, look as, as uh, good but then like I don't know my the first thing that comes into my mind is like god damn I look good <laughs> I really <laughs> I envy that. people with that kind of confidence like I mean it's I, I don't think it's like a good uh, it's it's obviously not a good thing but it's not a bad thing either because I it depends I, on, at, at least like like your 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 frustration of like um, selfie and stuff because I love myself a lot I mean, you're, the, the, the difference is like you're, 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 when you compliment yourself, you're not you're not delusional, ma. Like you're not you're not just like oh, I'm the most handsome man alive kind of thing. At least I yeah, hope I not. I I wouldn't say I'm the most handsome, but then I would say, damn, I am a decent looking guy. Yeah, so it's like I, yeah, chicks flying at. at my <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like that. That's fine, la. Like that. That's like a that's the level of confidence that you should have. Like at, at least in terms of helping yourself feel better but some people maybe like they 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 can't find the willpower in order to be that confident which I mean maybe that like I, I, I don't know what links to that feeling of just feeling inadequate but uh, at least for like when it comes to like physical appearance like your body like it's, it's, it is something you can work on but you just whether or not you have five behind the motivation and willpower in order to keep up like with your progress or like with face I mean obviously it's something you're born with unless unless you have the first of plastic surgery with, uh, 99% of the time you won't be able to change it but like it's also just learning to be 
eventually hopefully like you can be comfortable enough in your own skin to not be concerned about your face like how you look that much because i mean i do believe like being aware of your your flaws is okay but then like you should accept your flaws yeah especially once especially once that you can't change like unless you actually are rich and you can buy a new face yeah, for like um like uh, how people would think like oh I'm I'm so delusional I I like myself I'm so arrogant I feel like um f- in my point of view the arrogance is when when you you like yourself so much and then you you just purposefully put that out and try to put others down yeah then that's arrogance but when you just like yourself for and you are, yeah. just for your just for your own like good then yeah I don't think that's anything bad because you're you're self-complimenting with it, it gives you like um you it, it puts yourself in a better mood mm. like just like, so just better just telling yourself that you yeah, look, yeah, yeah. You look nice yeah. Yeah. wait so this also go back, goes back to when I was form 1 mm-hmm. and form 2 so this was when I joined uh, I was senior one year, uh, one year older than us, to play football, and you know, I'm 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 just always trying hard. You know, I'm just trying to get better every day, mm. and so when when it comes to body contact, like just like hard body contact, right? It's not just touching each other. I, <clears throat> okay, that's on, that's on a bit, but just <laughs> just just like. Just you know, like tr- I just try to win all those strength-based body contact stuff. Body contest, la, like arm wrestling and all that. Yeah, no, not arm wrestling. Just no, no like, when, like, when I play how, football. Oh, oh when you play football. Before you have body contact with other, when like you push other people with your bodies. Uh huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then sometimes they think I go too far, but I don't. I honestly feel I didn't go too far. It's it's part of football. Yeah, me too, but. Yeah. But then, like the reason they thought it, they you you went too far was because they they're not playing at a professional level like you. It's friendly match. Yeah. I bet them you 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 pushed me so so hard. I I I feel like I was flying. <laughs> but that was point. but but that's think, just football. But that's uh, just football. I, I, I understand. I understand. But then, like in, in the eyes of like professional okay. players, that's obviously going to be like a very normal, a very uh, usual stuff. Whereas compared to like us maybe like normal people like um just trying to play football for fun being so rough is is of course not that great but then again there's nothing wrong with it it's not it's like it's like the difference between a spa and like a an actual boxing fight man. like in, in a spa which i guess i'm relating it to just a normal match like between friends in football like in a spa you wouldn't go for a knockout man. like it's just to test your ability roughly so Usually you won't go all out and try to knock out the other person, but like whereas in a real boxing match, which is related to like an actual football match, you would try your very best to get the win, ma. So I guess the yeah. di- like the the difference is like you know w- when it's just between when it's just like a training or something like you would try and especially when other person is just doing it for fun, maybe like try to li- hold yourself back a bit, la. But then I yeah. think. Hmm? But then I think, uh, I, because I read the football manga, there's also like the problem of when one person, one guy on the team is too was very he was very physically gifted, so it's like he worked out a lot, and then he's very strong, and he started pushing down other people during like uh, friendly matches and stuff. Uh. But then, uh, the coach said something which is like, uh, depending on how selfish you are, so it's like, um, if you are going to, like, if you are looking to go pro, you can't. Uh, lower yourself to their level or else you won't be able to uh, get better than you already are because if you uh, lower yourself to accommodate for other people you are sacrificing your own personal growth as like a football player I I agree with what Austin did like even though like uh, for other people it may seem like he's playing rough and all but then that that is the game he is playing it for uh, professionally whereas like these other kids are just playing for fun yeah because back if, so that, like, if he nothing goes wrong. pro like if he goes pro obviously they're not going to be like very weak people that don't care about their bodies they're also going to be people that train and are able to withstand uh like let's say austin's uh very like uh hard pushing or whatever 
Yeah, I mean, this is just what people say. Like, um, um, like the problem with uh, with you is that like you 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 do not like like um what what they say after after you did all that. Like they say, oh, you're playing rough now. This just their problem because, which um, in their perspective, you you are playing rough, but in your perspective, you yeah, you too. should be playing like this. This is what you should do because you're a professional player. So there's like no wrong or right or whatever. It's just that how you process their comments. If you, I mean, if if it's to me, if somebody said that to me, I feel like, um, bruh, you're you're kind of me. You you me you maybe not that good. So like this is just shit talking, which is I feel like it's fine because after some time we we wouldn't be talking about this ever again, and then like. This wouldn't determine what kind of person I am. This shouldn't. Well, yeah, for me, I think like, uh, in my opinion, I think like having self hate, like a little bit of self hate, is not quite that. Uh, it's not that bad, uh, actually. I think it's necessary. Mm. Yeah, You're able I to think I, I, I wouldn't put it as like self hate. It's just being aware of of your stuff. yeah of yourself. Uh. It's like uh, if you have a little bit of self-hate you won't like let your ego take over you like you won't be too delusional. Ego, yeah, delusional and things like that and like for me when uh, because like when I was from 1 and from 2 uh, I was fat now right mm-hmm. yeah then uh, yeah then I uh, I've gone through like self-hate it's like uh, I, I want to change like, it's, I, 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 I'll take like the this self-hate to like motivate myself to change uh, but I think like if you have too much of self hate and like when it goes to you mentally, then it's quite fucked up actually. Yeah. Yes. It, it can. It's about knowing like maybe like criticizing yourself just the right amount to the point. Just don't go too harsh on yourself. It's like you you should be aware of your flaws and you should put an effort to change it. Whereas like self hate is it's more of like an extreme like extreme awareness of yourself and you and if you're trying to change it then that's good but if you're being like um you're just hating yourself and being depressed and sad like not doing anything about it, it and not doing anything about it then that's that's obviously bad mm, yeah yeah why should you be hating yourself in the first place though if you're not going to change it mm. just there's nothing wrong with being fat nothing wrong with being chubby but then like if if you've gone through the effort to like um, hate yourself yeah so called hate yourself then you should put an effort to change it rather than just being yeah rather than just complaining uh. yeah just complaining and ranting about it I think mm. a, lot, a lot of people struggle like this, at least for our age group a lot of people like the, the, the self-hate comes from like a, a vanity point where it's like a lot of people are not, aren't happy with the way they look which makes them like be like ah damn I'm so ugly I wish I was like more handsome I wish I was like this I wish I look as good as this person, and I mean this. I I can, I'm probably gonna talk about this like a different, a different episode. But like I touch on it now, it's more like I uh, I feel like the way the like all these uh, fashion or like pop culture industries work now is like it kind of over exaggerates how good people can look, and like co- in comparison to uh, normal like people, like obviously like we will never be able to look as good as these. Idols and celebrities that like, I mean they're just they're they're they're, they're naturally born with good looks, in like whereas like we are just an average we're just average people born with average looks, like you will, and like the the fact that maybe, uh, the person of an opposite gender like, or like just maybe, just like boys and girls in general like they will tend to, lose their minds or idolize these people that are, so like un unrealistically in quotation marks are like. Like they're unrealistically attractive and maybe that make, might make some people feel inadequate in comparison like say you liked a girl and that girl is a really big fan of like a celebrity that like she thinks is incredibly attractive and like when, when you like the person and you see that person idolizing that celebrity you might feel inadequate in comparison and then it might cause you to feel insecure about your appearance and will lead to self-hate like oh why am I so ugly why can't I look like that person I wish I was as good looking as that person 
But then I think it's not really unrealistic, uh, because those people are still real people. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I said unrealistic in quotations, uh, like, uh, like unreal, like they, 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 they're naturally born better looking. Yeah, like the at top least one percent. At at least to the person that idolizes them, like they are good looking to them, uh, because obviously appearance is extremely like it's completely subjective, and there is no objectively more handsome person. Like, you know, maybe if that person doesn't find you attractive. I believe that there is someone out there that might find you a lot more attractive than that idol. You know, it's like... Me- I think it's not really a fault or the fault of the person existing or like the fault of the company or whatever putting them out there. If the person... If like the, the girl likes like uh, let's say some random celebrity uh, like very handsome celebrity I think it's just their type. Uh, if they don't like you it's not the celebrity's fault for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's the... It's not, it's not really anyone's fault, it's just that you're not their type. So stop trying to like blame other people or just blame yourself. You're just right. not their type. Some things you just can't change. Right? Yeah, and I guess that's like... Uh, I'm talking about this because it was something that I really like kind of went through in when I was like form 1, form 2. I don't know. I was really immature at the time right? and I just like... I don't know. That's the reason why I hate... like I used to hate K-pop a lot because I felt like it kind of over... Insecure. Yeah, I was really insecure about how I looked and stuff and like it... I felt very inadequate in comparison. Ah. So, like, the reason why I'm talking about it now is just, like, I don't think I'm alone when it comes to this this feeling of, like, hmm, like these idols look so good, but, like, I look like shit kind of thing. And but then uh, they're called idols for a reason. They are something to be kind of, to some extent, objectified rather than uh, being used as a standard. Well, when it comes, when, when, when they are objectified, they will eventually just become, like, a standard, right? Like they they uh, just become like a yeah, symbol of of attractiveness, like, you know, like that like that's the benchmark, um, I guess. But the idols are kind of a fantasy. Mm. They give you a they give you a sense of yeah, pretty much just yeah, it's just a level of fantasy because the how their job is to look good for the public. It's not them themselves that want to they not that not them themselves that want to make songs or do fan meetups or um. Or uh, not get a girlfriend, so you guys can imagine yourself as that girl, as their girlfriend or whatever the fuck, or boyfriend. It's not. It's not that they want to do it. Or, it's just their job. That's how they earn money. Of that's how they. Uh, I, I, now that I say it out loud, I, I feel like this. I'm gonna I'm about to get cancelled or something like that. But if you th- if, if you think I should get cancelled, you should stay the fuck away from me, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or the whole podcast. Uh, I mean, I can speak on behalf of you guys, uh, but then you can say it away from me specifically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 maybe it's just I dislike the whole idol idol slash stand culture in general, which I, I mean, I, I, I want to talk about that more in depth in future episodes. But I guess, I guess for now, it kind of gets my message across, like using them as an example, using it as an example for, like my insecurity back then. I mean now I'm not like I'm not like now I'm I mean honestly now I'm I'm like I'm just in a very good place in my life right now where like I'm quite satisfied with everything that I have like like my appearance my my school stuff and like just in life in general like I I don't feel like I have anything that is that that uh that uh, worthy of feeling insecure or like uh, having any mental health issues about uh. Yeah, and I think the the part of um. What uh beauty industries and just it's just society like yeah society as a whole also. yeah society as a whole we just kind of over exaggerate like how like how important looks are like but I think a know? lot of this is also for business one because all these beauty companies they purposely make all these very good looking uh these good looking magazines or like advertisements and the uh, advertisements of like products featuring beautiful people so it's like it ma- puts the cus- puts the client's pe- uh, way of thought as in oh if I use this I'll be as good looking as them or whatever so I think at the end of the day it's still mostly a business business ploy yeah. it's I mean I uh, I mean I'm not really sure what more I can say about it I guess it's like Appearances shouldn't matter that much, uh, at least when at least what I feel. Like I'm never I've never really been one that cares too much about appearances. Like if if you look good to me then like obviously that's a bonus, uh, but honestly like I'm perfectly okay with just like uh, being average and 
having like an average looking partner like, I, I wouldn't fantasize about having like the hottest 10 out of 10 person to be with me I'm perfectly fine with just having an average person be with me because I'm also an average person why should I why should I like desire such such high standards for myself like just keep it realistic also lah like, you know, like what are the odds of that kind of thing also happening anyways and yeah I guess it's just about, about being able to stay within reason and not uh, and find ways to deal with being like a normal person like the rest of us uh, I wanna put I wanna t- say like a bit about myself as well so it's like um, ever since like I was young I didn't really I cared a bit about appearance like uh, my hair my face you know that's why like uh, standard 6 I started like doing my hair like a uh, YouTuber I like the rice gum I don't like him anymore because he's a piece of shit <laughs> but uh but then I, I cared about appearance and how I looked to other standard six. Then I cared about how I dressed when I was like form something, form two, three, like that. Uh. So, but then I never, one, I think uh, I didn't really suffer, suffer too much of mental health issues because my train, my way of thought is I don't give a fuck about others. I mean, I don't give too much fuck. Um, I think it's necessary to not care as much for some things compared to other things because if you care too much about something you will you will be able you will be susceptible to like uh, like you'll be lined up for failure because they, what they want can change uh, flip or switch but then if you are happy with yourself I think that's all that matters Does other people don't matter to some extent so it's like you care about yourself more than you care about other or what, what other, what uh, other it's other a selfish thing? way of it's a selfish way of thinking, but then it's it's a good uh, kind of selfish, lah. Like a lot of people, yeah. like the word selfish is always painted to be like a bad characteristic. Negative thing, uh. Yeah, but like, like you should be selfish in some scenarios, like 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 just like Simon said, lah. Like you know, care more about what you think of yourself rather than what other people think of you, because like others people's opinions don't like they don't add any validity to what you think. Also, like what you think about yourself is what matters the most in the end. So I feel, um, if you who are listening, who has like um, maybe some thoughts about this thing or about like it, maybe you have like some issues or like um, just you want to find some someone to express, go to your best, go to your trusted ones to talk about um, uh, the suicide hotline. If you really need is. 0367272929 I repeat 0367 0376272929 or you can like hook up um Defenders KL or if you just have like any anything you want to talk about want to share with us you can you can yeah you can yeah you can even DM us if you like really want to yeah we work for like not for really need a shoulder I think we'll try to be as responsible responsible as we can be as a shoulder to lean on mm. yeah if you if you ever want to have if you ever have like something you want to share with us or anything with the other audience you can obvious, obviously come up to our podcast to like talk about it um, we're, we're open for everybody like as special guests I guess we mm. won't judge uh. Uh, we don't judge usually usually <laughs> Nah, man. You <laughs> word, worded so so bad. <laughs> I mean, we won't judge you as a person, definitely, because I think most of us here are very open-minded. Uh, all, most to all of us here are very open-minded. I, I welcome. Yeah, can accept. We're as open-minded as anything. Yeah. As part. Very funny. Eh. It's hard funny. <laughs> Reach out to people like around you. Just. Like uh, there'll always be people around you willing to help, even when you think that there aren't, or like you don't want to burden others with your like your the weight of your mind or whatever you're thinking about. Like then people are always going to be happy to help out. And like the seven billion people on the planet, at least one like <laughs> will be willing to listen or will be interested in listening. Like, literally, there so, there's a job for people that want to listen, <laughs> like therapists. I mean, nah. if, you, if you think your own situation is severe enough to require professional help, definitely seek out professional help. Yeah, definitely. But then, I think you could just de- uh, message a close friend or a 
your parents or maybe maybe even us. Uh, so yeah, people. I think a lot of people under underestimate the importance of seeking professional help. Also, like I know, yeah. I know people. I know someone that has gone to see professional help, and at least from what I can see, it really does help him to uh, talk about his problems with someone and someone that can actually give an educated answer to. Not answer but like at least give like reply good replies. Whereas us, we we may sometimes because we're humans too, we may sometimes give out some shit replies that may yeah. And the end, even worse. So, another yeah. piece of advice is for like people that maybe are not struggling, but you know, uh, but want to look out for other people. Like you know, try to be more aware of the people around you, especially especially people around you. Like just try to notice the little like little gestures like maybe like their face like maybe they're looking a bit downer than like down compared to usual like maybe when you get home or something or like at at that time you should ask them what's happening and stuff like that uh, like try to look keep an eye out for uh maybe like some warning signs or like some uh whenever yeah just try to keep an eye out for uh any of these kinds of situations irregularities uh. mm, but then yeah. don't force it uh don't force like, hey, I know you got something, you got something deep down you want to say, on, but, but don't force it. If yeah. they want to ex- uh, expose themselves to you or like be vulnerable in front of you, then let them, but then don't make them uh, feel attacked or pressured to be vulnerable. Yeah, just give, at least, at, uh, like, at least put your hand there, put your hand out, but like, don't, don't pull them towards you. I just like, say like, oh, uh, well, I, I noticed you were looking a bit like downer compared to usual like is that what's what's going on like is everything okay like i think that even that little me- message message gesture will cu- go a long way in making the person feel a lot better knowing that someone is, is there for them yeah so i guess um, thank you guys for listening to this episode uh, podcast thanks to listening our our mental health lesson lesson <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Conversation. Not we shouldn't say consider a lesson because I don't think putting one person above another will be uh, appropriate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, thanks for. Hopefully, you guys found this very uh, helpful and insightful. Maybe it could. Hopefully, it would have helped someone at least to maybe uh, okay. find some clarity in their issues and. Maybe you might be on the way to becoming a happier and better person. Try to be happy. Happy? Like Pharrell Williams happy, you know? Big hat. You know that face, that emoji? Hopefully this uh, podcast helped you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mm. Hopefully you don't feel as alone listening to us just talking about this topic. And also hopefully you guys don't get offended by anything because... We're just trying to talk about what we think and what we've experienced. So, yeah. If you feel offended, you can also message the Insta podcast, I guess. Yeah. If any yeah, any, well, any I, feedback? Like, any feedback is welcome. Mm. Or like, if you know us personally, also you can just message us and. Uh, any good uh, good feedbacks are always welcome. Good yeah. or bad, I don't mind. Mm. I don't mind either. Mm. Yeah. So. So uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.